I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Questions you have, answers I give is an exclusive listener Q&A podcast I do on the Steel Wars supporter page. Here's a clip from episode seven. Ludwig Magnusson, as a listener, I know it is your biggest wish to see Luke light up his green lightsaber, Ignite the Green, once again in the new movies. However, wasn't that lightsaber destroyed on the second Death Star? When Luke declines the Emperor's offer to turn to the dark side, he throws it away. I don't seem to recall any scene where he goes to pick it up before he carries Vader to his ship while the Death Star is about to explode. Anyway... Thanks for a great podcast. Well, Ludwig Magnusson, you never do see him pick it back up. Um, they, that's, that's left to the audience's imagination. However, you do see it hanging from his belt during that sweet, sweet Ewok celebration. So, he still got it. The best lightsaber of all time. He's still got it. As if you'd leave that on a Death Star that was about to explode. But um, I... Man, I want him to ignite that green lightsaber. I hear conflicting things about whether he does in Episode 8 or not. So... That's not a spoiler because they're conflicting things. I'm hearing everything. I'm hearing he does. I'm hearing he doesn't. I'm hearing he might... I'm hearing he might not. That is even Stephen. <laughs> but I have thought about whether I want to know or not. So I'll talk about that. So this is my train of thought. If he is going to ignite the green, I'd rather not know. However, if he isn't going to ignite the green... I'd rather know so I don't pin all my hopes on that. What a tricky situation that is. So I don't know. I think either way, once I see him do it, it's going to be the best thing ever, whether I know he's going to or not. But, yeah, I think to save me getting disappointed, I'd want to know if he doesn't. So therefore, I kind of want to know if he does, just to put my mind at ease. If anyone can get back to me with that information, that would be fantastic. Frush! Uh, Would you ever want to see a live-action Star Wars TV show? What format do you think may or may not work? Of course I would. Of course I would. I would... Also, maybe it's the easiest version, like to see a Star Wars cartoon not on a kid's network. Is that an oxymoron? I know it's for kids, but just, I don't know, just not, like I don't think Star Wars, like I don't, Star Wars, 
like Ezra, the way he just recites everything he's doing and stuff, there's no character in the films that acts like that. So, so I'd like to see a, a slight m- more mature uh, cartoon. But a, a live-action uh, show... Um, You know, people are always pitching, you know, Netflix, this would be a great Netflix st- series. I-, I would like it on Netflix or HBO or something, just not to have ads cut it up. But then the live tweeting, oh no, you wouldn't want to live tweet it the first time anyway. Live tweeting, I shouldn't get caught up in that sort of stuff. The, um, I, I think maybe the reaction, that, w- that would be cool, to be able to do an instant reaction show if everyone was watching it at the same time. I was having a sip of coffee here. Um, what format? I think, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I didn't really... I, I watched the first few episodes and, and kind of drifted off. I, I think that which it had the original um, conceit that it was going to sort of follow along with the ongoing um, Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I don't think Star Wars should try that. I think they should go find their little window of time in in the timeline and uh, fill that in. And, and not have to, like, interact with movies and stuff like that. Because, I, I, I don't know, the whole, you know, you got the story group and all that. But I still, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, you know, everything does click in perfect. So, I think it's, it's, it's better to separate things out. And, and also not to clog the timeline. You know, you fill everything in. Everything doesn't have to have a story attached to it. Every minute doesn't have to be depicted in a, uh, a book, a comic, or a, or a television show. Um, you know, like, a, of course, like a bounty hunter-based thing that various bounty hunters could, you know, you could go and follow their stories and sometimes they, they team up or interact uh, would be fantastic. Um you know, some sort of old republic type, you know, a bit more of a medieval type uh, Jedi uh, time period would be awesome. Um, but I think when you put it in a timeline that, that's like direct with the f- current films or something, you're going to suffer, like it's not going to be as grand you're used to seeing star wars on a television you know even if it's a film you it's you you know it's you know sometimes you like i watched um there was a tv on at the bar last night and it had some sci-fi series or something and just the effects you know they they were not star wars effects (laughs) so like even like when you look Battlestar Galactica, which was a great series, the new series of Battlestar Galactica is awesome, but its effects, its spaceship effects, don't stack up. There's something a bit frosty of it compared to uh, a Star Wars feature film. You know that whole thirteen thirteen that that sounded that pretty awesome, which was the you know the underworld sort of, which is sort of that bounty hunter thing, 
which I think everyone's first sort of Star Wars TV show, what should it be? You know, Bounty Hunters. It's a um, it's a rich world that we're all pretty fascinated in. What about a live-action remake of those Ewoks cartoons, huh? We are the e e e e e Ewoks. We're the heroes of the forest moon. The best. The best. This month on the Steel Wars supporter page, I am dropping... 31 pieces of audio content, which will mean it works out to one new piece a day in celebration of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. As well, you get complete access to our back catalogue library, all the full Steel Wars episodes, and all the bonus contents, all the other questions I have, answers you Give all the Gonk and Steel shows and the movie commentaries. All for just $3 Australian a month, which is about $2.20 American. It helps keep the normal Steel Wars podcast running. And for that, I give you a ton of bonus content, especially this month with new content each day. It all comes in an exclusive RSS feed or accessible through bandcamp.com and all the normal Steel Wars episodes also come ad-free. What a month to be a Star Wars fan and what a month to drop $3 on the Steel Wars supporter page. All those details are at steelwars.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.